some dangerous large uh, carnivore out there. Yeah, I saw that bird kick a young deer off the road and fly away. And uh, it was just about getting dark, and we started panicking, running down the bridge, not really having any clue of storing rocks in our vicinity, good-sized rocks. And uh, I stopped long enough to get a 357 out of my backpack and look back, and that's when I thought I saw one. So uh, I'm going to bring Claudia on 
<clears throat> Claudia, are you Hi, there? everybody. Hi, Shane. <laughs> Hi, how are you how doing? How are you? Good. Thank you, everybody, for taking the time to listen to my story. It's nice to meet everybody, too. So, what yeah, a nice I, intro. I, yeah, thank absolutely. you. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Um, you know, I'm really... Uh, we can kind of uh, get you on the show. I know our schedule is all, you know, work and chaotic and everything else, but uh, finally got you on cool. and excited. And you to know talk what? It's such an honor. I like really, truly want to say, like, thank you for. I, I feel so honored. And if I get to help anybody with my with my story, then it's all worth, you know, like um, the hard work and dedication because I'm so fascinated with the species. Truly changed my life for the better, you know. So it's it's where I'm I'm pretty um, excited about, you know, the future. <laughs> So for the most Absolutely. part, but, yeah, yeah, yeah it, it's, uh, so. it does change your life. I mean, it, uh, once you've had, um, you know, that visual or that confirmation, it completely changes yeah. your life. And, and we've talked about this on the show before, where you know, there's different types of people. Some will show up and never talk about it. Some are over the moon and want to tell everybody. And for some, yeah. it takes them a while. It takes them a while to come come out of like the closet, so to speak, but before they really um, start telling people. And then Usually, what ends up happening, I've noticed over the years, is you know, uh, it's like opening up a can of worms, and all of a sudden, you know, you're, you're just, you know, you just want to research yeah. stuff like crazy and get to know and figure it out. You know, I was like all those three people, to be honest with you. I went through <laughs> like stages, like so. I um, in nineteen, like ninety six or ninety seven, um, a couple of roommates and I, we decided to go on a trip, and um, I like never was uh, like a. I don't know, like a hiker. I, I mean, I wasn't like, I've never went camping. I, I didn't, I wasn't very qualified as a camper or whatever, but we decided to hike to um, Upper Falls in Yosemite National Forest. And, um, you know, um, I had to carry like 40 pounds of gear and it was a hard hike. We we made it up to the, to the top. And back then, like a lot of people didn't camp overnight. They would just walk up to the trail and then they would walk back down. But we decided to stay overnight. We brought a tent. And um, it was such an amazing, like, scary night for me because uh, I'll never forget it. But, you know, we uh, finally made it up there, and I felt like, yeah, yeah, something, you know. But we were so tired from, like, you know, hiking all the way up. Upper Falls is pretty big. And um, mm-hmm. we, uh, like, uh, in the middle of the night, we were sleeping, and we heard, like, this, you know, of course, this growl that, like, made you, like, literally, like, stand up. And just, and the first thing I thought was bear, because at that point, I didn't know there was, like, a Sasquatch in Bigfoot. I Like, that's not even anything that even, like, you know, occurred to me or even thought of, you know. And um, even as a kid, like, I don't remember thinking of, of a Bigfoot. So um, what happened was back then, like, they, they were telling us, like, there's bear population and they're breaking tents and cars. So, like, you know, make sure you package your food and, and put it up above a tree. Well, my roommate was kind of stubborn at the time, and um, he had a box of granola bars inside the, the tent. So when that happened, I immediately assumed, like, oh, my God, the bear is, like, right here. It's, gonna, it's smelling the granola bar. So I whispered to him, like, put the granola bars, you know. <laughs> so he very slowly unzipped, like, the, the tent, and he grabbed the, the box of granola, and he threw it as far as he could, like, away. And we only heard, like, one growl, but that was enough to, like, to make, like, <laughs> to make us. Yeah really like fear and uh there was three of us in there and my other my other roommate he was praying to god like you know please god like please if you just let me live through this night i'll never come back up here again and it's funny because i always think to myself like now that i think about it i'm like how about you pray like let's go help the homeless (laughs) instead of like i'll never come back up here again you know like but 
So um, at that, that point, we let like two minutes go by, and I had a flashlight, and I, I started looking from the very bottom up. It was Curtis and I. And uh, as soon as I saw, like, I saw this bipedal thing, furry, hairy, walking, like, into the wood line. And that, to me, was like, like, you know, when you're thinking, like, a bear is walking on, like, two legs. Like, it, it, it just never hit me. And that night was so, like, scary for us. It was a really long night. Nothing else happened that night. Um, we ended up, like, we, we went back to, uh, as soon as, like, the sun hit, we packed and we left. We, left. we, were, we, were, we, were, we were scared. Just because of the growl, it was really intense. Like, it wasn't a very friendly growl, you know. So, um, mm. I kept that to myself for a long time. Like, and I always wondered, like, what was that, you know? And um, once I got married, I had kids. It was still like bothering me. But, you know, once you get older, like, I, as far as I'm concerned, like, my confidence was getting stronger and stronger. And I wasn't so afraid of what people are going to think of me. Like, if I express what happened to me or or what it was. So I started mm. researching. Um, the whole Sasquatch on YouTube and, and then I, and then everything kind of just became a puzzle, you know, and, um, and then I was so blessed because I had an encounter in Washington in Greenwater with Barb Shoup. And, um, mm-hmm. it was the most amazing experience of my life and it changed my life. Like it, it made me just, you know, from that day, it was nine 11, 2014 when, when I saw it hanging from a tree. So, um, it was, yeah. uh, it was, it was an honor <laughs> to have that experience. Yeah. So, and th- and at that moment, I thought, oh, my God, they do exist. Like, there's like, there's no more questions. Like, do they exist? Or, you know, is mm-hmm. it real? Or what is going on, you know? But um, it was like a, a very uh, life-changing moment. And I was lucky because it wasn't like an ugly encounter where a lot of people have scary encounters. It was like a really um, neat encounter, you know. And it was scared that I saw it. It, it took off running. So I felt mm-hmm. bad for it. <laughs> Just, but. Um, I'll yeah. never forget its eyes, too. So, well, I definitely want to get to. Uh, I definitely want to get to the. Uh, sorry, cut you off. I definitely want to get to to your wash encounter, but I want to touch a, a little bit on on a little bit more on 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 your initial possible experience with the Sasquatch in Yosemite because Yosemite for me, uh, when I lived in California, was one of my old stomping yeah. grounds, place I used to go to uh, because it's it's not just for beauty, but in my head, I thought, man, you know, if Sasquatch is real, this is a great spot. Not down in the valley, up in, you know, on the long heights yeah. out there. You get out there because there's bear, there is bears everywhere out there, and and uh, you you got a great chance of running into a bear or seeing a bear out there. Uh, you know, a lot of the bears come down. They, they got bear cages down in the valley and everything. Um, yeah. They capture them because they're just not really afraid of people. And you get in the higher elevations, you know, you still got a great chance. And the bears yeah. are pretty bold. Um, but what you described uh, does not sound like a bear. And I wanted to ask you, though, leading yeah. – so before you guys set up camp, when you're on your hike, um, I'm not sure if you've ever been asked this question before. Maybe you have. What were your actions leading up to, uh, you know, finding your camp spot? Were you guys, like, noisy? Were you guys um, no. stopping to uh, you know, use um, the restroom? Or anything? I mean, what was your actions leading up to your well, spot you were going to camp? But like, I, I was so tired because I was <laughs> out of shape, of course. Like, I, I, and, I, and I was, my roommate kept saying, Claudia, you have to, like, work out because this is going to be a big hike. And I'm like, oh, I'll be all right. You know, I'll be okay. But, I mm-hmm. mean, it was it was a hard hike. And, I mean, it took us, like, I think five, four to four to five hours just to get up to Upper Falls. But 
once we got there, I was so tired. I'm like, let's just like find a place like close by. So like, you know, and, um, we ended up, we were by a, we were by a, like a, the, the, the falls, like you can hear the mm-hmm. noise, like of the water the entire night. And I remember finding like a flat surface. It was like a flat rock. And that's where we, it was really rocky up there. And I don't know if you remember like yeah. what upper falls is, but it's pretty rocky oh, up yeah. there. So we found a really like big, like, like a flat rock. And that's where we put the tent, you know, next to the water. Like, and there really wasn't too many woods like around. I mean, um, I mean, they were there, but it, it wasn't like, you know, a very thick area. So um, uh-huh. it was just a very, um, you know, and, and at that point, like, you know, I, we were just tired and we did a little bit of hiking up there that day. And we were just, you know, we, we had a campfire and we ate dinner and then like, we were just so tired, you know, we went to sleep, but the moment like mm-hmm. that, the growl, it, it, it literally woke us up out of a sound sleep. And we all like, just like, you know, you're laying down and you sit up and you're just like, Oh my God. Like what's next to our tent? Like uh, the bear. It's, we thought bear, like never yeah. even thought like Sasquatch or anything. And then, you know, yeah. or, or like mountain lion, but at that back then, you know, it was, it was years ago, but, um, and I, and I was assuming that it smelled like the granola bars, you know, that's why it was growling. So, um, <laughs> So don't then use you snow bars in the camping. tent. <laughs> right. So, yeah, yeah. I mean, gum wrappers, anything, lipstick, uh, toothpaste, bears will smell right. it. <laughs> but you guys were camping next to the water. You could hear, and I've been up there, so I, I, I got a rough idea of where you guys were at. But So you got you got the noise yeah. of the water, and you still hear this growl that is over that, and it wakes you all up. Oh, yeah. It was, like, right next to the tent. It was. It sounded like it was right, like, on the other side of, of like, the fabric. It, it didn't sound, like, you know, far away, like, feet away. It was, like, right right there, right next to the tent. Mm-hmm. But, like, I wasn't, I mean, I didn't, it was dark, and I didn't see shadows or, I mean, the only thing that, what once he threw the, the, the box out, it's, like, we waited for, like, two minutes to see if it'll, like, follow the, the, the box of granola bars, and that's when I grabbed the flashlight and we looked. And, um, you know, I'm still friends with them till this day. And we still talk about like, remember that night? Yeah. You know, we still talk about that type, you know, and, um, but then it it bothered me for, for a long time. Like I I never went back camping again. Like that was like, it was pretty, like it was, it was scary. It was really scary because we had no weapons. We didn't have mace. We didn't have bear spray. Mm -hmm. We didn't have anything. We were just young kids, you know, really, um, out in nature, just not knowing the dangers. That, that can possibly be there, you know. But, uh, had your um, so. had your friends uh, ever camped up there before? I mean, were they experienced or you know outdoorsmen right. or you know, or had they had any had they had an experience before this of uh, something of this you know nature? No, like uh, he one was really experienced. He was like a rock climber and um, very athletic, you know. And um, he loved to go camping. He used to go to the Sierras, and um, uh, he, he was yeah. very athletic, very. Uh, but the other, him, uh, his name is John, and I. We, um, we weren't, um, we, we were like from LA, you know, we're just like, Hey, let's yeah. go like, you know, Disneyland, you know, we're not, we're not, we weren't like campers, <laughs> but he was very, he was very, like, very, very experienced. So, um, it, it was, it was a really intense and, and it kind of ruined our trip. Like we just like decided to go home, like after that, you know, it was just, it was yeah. really, um, cause not understanding, like seeing something like walking into the wood line, like we're. And you, and if you don't know like Sasquatch or you never thought of it, like you're wondering like what it, what was that? Was that a bear walking, mm. a grizzly bear like walking, you know, type thing? And uh, it was it was and you know it was it was it was it was an intense growl. Like when people say to me like the growl like literally sent shivers down my spine, I can relate to that because it is a very powerful, intimidating you know type of a vocalization. So mm-hmm. and yeah. um, 
you know, since then I, I just decided like I, I kept it to myself and I was one of those people that like, you know, I, if I say something, they'll think I'm crazy or listen, let me just forget about it. You know, but it was always in the back of my mind. And once I had yeah. kids, I was married, you know, I, I started like thinking, yeah. what was that that night? You know, and I got curious and I started learning about like the Sasquatch. And so that that's how I got involved into it. Yeah. So but, yeah, you kind of you know, this, you know, some years later, and, uh, the, you know, um, this is in California. Years later. Now, fast forward yeah. to what we were talking about earlier, your experience mm-hmm. in Washington. So how how did you get, uh, what what brought you to Washington? Uh, to, I mean, With was Barb. it strictly Taskwatch? <laughs> was it an expedition? Barb, yeah. Yeah. You know, um, I didn't have a Facebook account back then. You know, I, I, was, a, I was a busy mom, and, um, you know, I was, you know, married, and I, I just didn't, I didn't do Facebook at all, so... I, when I had my downtime, I would like go into YouTube and I would watch like Scott Carpenter and I would watch like Barb Shoop and, you know, other channels mm-hmm. like YouTube channels. And I started learning from them and, you know, Barb Shoop and I, we would go back and forth on comments back and forth. And I said, gosh, like I, here in LA, like if you talk about Sasquatch, they literally will say like, what medication are you on? Or like, they look at you like you're crazy because it's just not talked here. But in Washington state, you're like, I had, I saw Sasquatch and their response is like, oh, where was yours at? Where was your sighting at? It's so different, you yeah. know. So yeah. to me, I I asked, I told her something like, it would be a dream for me to like hang out with you just for like a weekend. And she's like, well, well, when can you come? Like, come, come up. I'm like, really? Like, you know, and I felt so like honored because a lot of people are very like secretive about their area, which they should be. You know, they they've worked, they found it. They they and she was very a selfless person, just saying. You know what? I, I want to show you what what I'm I'm experiencing. Come out, you know. So I ended mm-hmm. up um, we I ended up going and and it was like a it was a camp out. There was about 15 of us, I believe, and um, they were just you know like Barb and Sandy. They were very very good to us hospitality wise, and you know we just brought our clothes and she had a tent for us and you know she had food and like everything was so oh. amazing and um a very very wonderful person and. One thing about Barb is that I like about her is that she's very uh, devil's advocate. So if she sees like a, a branch of like five feet that's been cracked or, or you know twisted or whatever, she could say, she would say, well that could be an elk. Or there was all it's not she didn't jump to the first conclusion of that being a soft mm-hmm. launch type thing. And I like that. I like the devil advocate part of her. And I told her like when I go up there, I want to find things on my own. Like I don't want you to show me like old prints bear prints like you know like i mean like you know not bear like as in grizzly bear but it's b-a-r-e bear prints i want yeah. to be able to find my own like structures and x's and i want to like explore like on my own without yeah because i wanted to make sure it, they were, it was genuine like not not because i you know she has any reason to to do anything right. but I, it was I just something that i wanted to experience so um it was really good like the first night we got there um we walked at night, we went night hiking, nothing happened. And she was just showing us like into the woods and the trails. And, um, she, uh, she, you know, she gave us some rules. She's like, if you see one, like, don't chase it. You know, if you see one, like, don't look at it in the eyes, don't show your teeth, <laughs> you know, all the rules, you know, cause mm-hmm. I'm, I'm totally unexperienced like of, of anything. And, um, my ex-husband said to me that day or like before when we were flying up there, he said, if you don't see a Sasquatch, are you going to be disappointed? And I go, oh, well, like, we're not going to see one. Like, no, no, no. Like, that, 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 rare, that rarely happens. Like, if it happens, it's like a miracle. You know, it's like, I'm not afraid of that, right. you know. But then, like, deep inside, I was asking God, like, God, like, if one comes out in front of me, like, five feet, please, like, don't let that happen. Like, I was scared, you know. I was, <laughs> but it was, it, was, it was pretty cool. But um, so we started having um, um, 
interactions. Like um, the next day we, we started hiking, you know, Barb lives in a cabin and she's got the woods all around her. And as soon as we all met at her cabin that morning, like we started walking up the trail, we heard like two wood knocks, you know, and um, it was a bit breezy, breezy that day, but uh, like I, I thought maybe it's, it could be a tree hitting another tree, but when it's two solid, hard wood knocks to me, it, it, it made me feel like it was something maybe warning that we were coming up into the woods. Who knows? Like if we're being watched and um, mm-hmm. it was a, uh, everything that I got to experience as far as Sasquatch, I got to experience like rocks being thrown at us, um, the screams at night, the structures that I found, the footprints. And then the, 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 you know, the most amazing thing was the sighting that we had. And um, what happened was we were on a trail and there was uh, a gentleman named Larry who um, he was, he went to like a previous camp out and there was a, a log that's been broken um, a couple times. So Barb like called him over away from the trail. So we kind of went into the woods away from the trail. And, um, you know, she was explaining like how this thing has been broken now since the last time he was there. And at that point, you know, you get that like sixth sense of you feel like you're being watched like that. It's that feeling of, something's Mm -hmm. here like something's watching and I heard my inner voice you know and um sure enough I start looking you could see me on the camera and sure enough I see like this this it's like hanging with one arm like and and it had the biggest like black solid eyes and I mean the only way I could describe it to people is that the face looked like like an alien face type thing I mean like it had like the alien almond shaped solid black eyes with like a body of, of, a, of a person with hair all over it. It's the best way I can explain it. But when I started looking at it and we did like eye contact, the expression I had on its face was fear. Like, like I've, I've been, I've been, I've been, I've been like seen like type thing. And um, it's just like, I tell people that the expression it gave me, it's like, I don't know if this is appropriate, but if you like ever walk into somebody who's changing and you're like, Oh gosh, sorry. You're like, Oh, I, I didn't mean to see you. Like, you know, it's that like jump yeah, up yeah. of, of like, Oh, you know? So, um, at that point, like, as soon as I looked at it, like it, it, it scratched like down with one arm, it, it went down on, on, you know, landed on two legs. And I remember seeing like the fingernails, like on the, on the tree. And I see like leaves falling down with it and it's still looking at me as it's, as it's, as jumping down it takes like two bipedal steps and it goes quadrupedal and runs into the woods and at that point like I looked at Barb and then Barb's like did you see that I'm like yeah like I saw it you know and the weird thing is there was two of them and one wasn't on the camera but there was a black one and uh you know Barb has a a black dog named Gabby and she's like a radar for for like the Sasquatch and um I thought that Gabby was chasing it and um when I when I looked Gabby was like right behind me. So there was like, there was two, some, one was black and one was the one that I saw was brown, but you know, it, it is interesting. It, you know, she, she said it was cloaked, but I, have, I, I, I love her. And I, I, I disagree. It was not cloaked. I saw the entire body. Mm-hmm. Like I saw his hair. I saw its eyes. I saw everything like from it. So, um, and if people think it was um, in the video, it looks small, but it's, it wasn't really that small. It was about five feet, you know? And, um, it was, it was a really awesome experience. But at that moment when I was watching it, like I, I didn't know what I was looking at. Like I was think Washington creature that I'm, I'm seeing. Like I, I didn't understand. Like my mind wasn't understanding it. It didn't even hit me like that's a young Sasquatch because I was expecting to see like a 10 foot, 900 pound creature if I ever saw one, you know, like 
and get right. so many type thing. So it was it was pretty it was pretty interesting. So it's actually <laughs> absolutely incredible and, and that's one thing, you know, just comes to mind now talking about the size. You know, you know how many people um that research the subject or go out, look for Sasquatch, they're always looking for this this you know, seven to nine foot creature, you know, anywhere from three mm-hmm. to uh, 300 to 1,000 pounds, and you forget th- that they don't, little. you know, yeah, they do, they they got they start out somewhere, they don't just come out, bam, yeah. here I am, eight foot tall, you <laughs> I know, know. Uh, 600 pounds. Um, I know, I never, I never even thought that though, like I never thought, I never even would think to look at like a, a, on a tree, like never, but they are, they do, they yeah. hang on trees, you know, it's like, that one was, you know, and trees. I just never thought and, of... Yeah. Okay, go ahead. Sorry. Even the footprints. Even the footprints. You know, everybody's looking for these, you know, fourteen to eighteen, you know, inch tracks, yeah. and they they probably a lot of times miss the smaller ones. I mean, uh, you know, the limb project in our possession, uh, one of our members has found, we call it little foot, real small, um, possible sasquatch. We don't claim that it is, but really oh. small. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, um, yeah, nobody's really learned that, but that's incredible. And then so you, you saw the brown one, and then you saw possibly a second one. Um, a black one. black one. Was it smaller in size? Would you say? Yeah, it was a little bit smaller than the the red one that I saw. So, and they ran right. so fast, like, and it has long, long arms, long arms. It's almost mm-hmm. uh, abnormal, you know. But um, the black one was just like a matter of a split second. But like the brown one that I saw on the tree, I saw the entire body, like its hands, like its its legs, its its everything. But the the weird thing is, like the the eyes were like they they were big eyes, you know, and uh, yeah, and, and the I fear of it, sounds. like yeah, it was it was this, I couldn't understand like what it, you know, like I I talked to Bob Dylan, and I I'm like it didn't look like Patty, and he's like well some of them look different, you know, and um I I hear that you know in Washington they kind of look alienish, different, you know, and and you know Texas they look more like younger and thinner and um not as built so strong mm-hmm. i guess different have they have different you know opinions on um geography of what they look like i guess but well yeah um, you gotta imagine everybody you know you you know like the old average you know you get 10 people that witness a car crash and everybody is described differently you know it's going to be described differently yeah. um the, the black eyes though uh, they're that the, the, the comment on the size uh, to me that's you know, it's a fairly when people view the face and the eyes, they always they do always go right to the eyes, and they always comment how large the eyes are. And for me personally, yeah. you know, if you have, and I'm not obviously Sasquatch isn't uh, purely nocturnal, um, but if uh, something like that is going to be on the woods at night, it's going to need very large eyes. I mean, I mean that's yeah. know, to get a, gather all the light it can to see, and that's why I think Sasquatch has an advantage over just about everything yeah. uh, in the woods, and definitely over us. Yeah. And you know what's interesting is, like, if, if Barb never said, like, let's, like, come over here and like, check something out, we would have walked, like, right past it. In fact, we, if I wouldn't have looked at it, it would have just stayed still. Like, we, it would have just, we would have looked at the log, wow. you know, turned around and continued walking. And I just wonder, like, how many times do people just, like, walk, you know, past one and, we, and they don't even, like, you know, realize it. You know, it was, it was interesting. But then I got a little yeah. bit of a panic feeling after because I'm thinking like mom and dad are around and they're probably not happy. Like it was a little bit intimidating. Like we gotta get out. we gotta we gotta start going, you know. But uh, right. And you know to I verify everything, we went back the next day, like to do like a you know a comparison video, mm-hmm. like we, and I found like you know 14 inch prints and you know with the mid torsal break and five toes heel and it was about 49 inch stride from like you know where it landed from the tree and stuff. 
and that was really neat. I got to cast it, and that was so awesome, you know, to to cast yeah. something that I saw. It was so neat, you know, and uh, it was just it's just an amazing experience. But. Absolutely. <laughs> often, um, you know, you got you know positive chance to see two, and often when yeah. in many reports and many encounters, when you see uh, what they, you know for better lack of a better term, a juvenile or a smaller one, a lot of times your second smaller individual, you know, anything I've noticed over the years, if it's, uh, you see one that's about four to five feet-ish in yeah. that range, a lot of times someone will see a smaller one in the vicinity of that one. So you got like this juvenile or whatever, and then you got a smaller juvenile or infant-like yeah. uh, Sasquatch. That's pretty common. If you, I, There's not too many reports that. right here. Yeah, there's not too many reports I get or that I've heard over the years, and there, there's some out there where you just see one juvenile. Usually it's, I mean, there's classic encounters from Washington uh, of this nature. And so uh, when I hear them, I, you know, before, usually before uh, I ask a whole lot of questions, I say, well, how many did you see? You saw one juvenile. Did you see two? And then, yeah. you know, more times than not, you say, well, yeah, either they saw one or they had the impression there was another one around or something like that. So that's really interesting to me. And also, you said this thing, you know, was hanging from the tree. Uh, I got two questions for you there. One is, yeah, was it being in the tree? Did it? I know your description. Uh, I had like, you know, the body and all that. But did you get an impression that it was kind of, I mean, was it kind of moving ape-like? And then also when it got yeah. down, it came down on all fours, and, or came down on two, and then went on a, a quadruped. What? Yeah, yeah, it was hanging on one it, tree, it, and it was super mm-hmm. still. Like, it did no movement at all. And I was just thinking, right. like, the strength. Can you imagine, like, holding on with one hand and, like, and not yeah, moving, yeah. you know? And, and uh, But the minute I saw it, like, it just, like, the fear it looked, it, I felt sad because I felt like, oh, I scared it. Like, I felt bad. I, and I had no fear at that point, like, because I don't mm-hmm. even know what I was looking at. I was just, like, I was going to say, like, like, Barb, like, like look, you know, but... <laughs> the funny thing is, is that yeah. morning, like, we were at the campsite, and, like, I saw this, like, tree that's, like, a logger's, it was, like, a stump, you know, like, next to our tent, like, in our campsite, and I'm, like, hey, guys, come over here, like, look, there's a rock on top of the stump, and they're, like, well, we're at a campsite, <laughs> anybody could have done that, Claudia, so at that point, I was, like, insecure of saying, like, hey, you guys, like, look, check this out, you know, like, I, I couldn't even talk, really, because I, I couldn't, I couldn't understand what I was looking at, but it did mm-hmm. land on two, like, two legs and then took two steps and then like went quadrupedal and, and took off and it was super fast. And you know, what's weird How is that um, on all fours. Uh, is it forward moving sideways moving? You know, I'm just, no, it was like, yeah, it was running. Was it just running? Like, how can I explain it? It was running just like, uh, you know, like a chimp, like if, if when a chimp runs on, I mean, I haven't seen a chimp run on all fours, but, um, you know, it's the same way as, as an ape, like an ape would run. But the thing yeah, is, is yeah. that yeah. it was super fast. But, you know, in the video, I see it so fast. But when I was watching this, this whole thing happening, it was super slow to me. Like, it wasn't like mm-hmm. what I see on the video. It was like slow motion right. to me, everything. And it, as it turned yeah. around, like, I could see the skin, like in the back. And it wasn't like everybody talks about like, um, you know, they have black skin or, or darker skin. And, and this one was like, it had like pink skin. It wasn't like a, a dark, like the face was like a, our color skin. It wasn't like, you know, it was, gotcha. it was really unusual. So, and the nose, like it had a normal, like human nose. It didn't have like a, a wide nostril or anything like that. So, mm-hmm. 
And I, I mean, and I didn't pay attention with, to like ears or anything like that. It was too fast. Gotcha. But. So you got large eyes. You got this kind of human-like nose. Was there a bunch of uh, well? What about the mouth no, here, and, and 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 the mouth in comparison to the nose? A lot of people describe like that. There's a gap there, um, abnormal-looking uh, gap, you know, between the uh, nose and the mouth. I mean, was it a large mouth? Uh, you know, to be honest, like I, I I didn't even pay attention to that. I was just gotcha. so like. Yeah just looking at the eyes and just like, what is this? Like, I didn't really, I wish I could have, like, if I ever have an encounter again, I'm going to, I want to take every single detail I can of the mouth, like Mm -hmm. everything, you know, but it happens so fast. Like you don't even think about like taking the camera out because you, and at that point it's it's like moving. You don't know if it's going to run up to you or like, what, what are you going to do? Like, don't, don't come too close, you know, type thing. But, uh, (laughs) I'd be so scared, but, uh, yeah. So. Any other features that stuck out that you did notice, like the length of the hair, or, or um, obviously the, the arms, um, long, the arms, long, yeah, long arms. You mentioned that. Wow. Long arms, like almost like it's yeah, it, it it didn't like like it didn't look like it was even like we are even, you know, like our legs are a little bit longer. It it, it looked very long and very strong. Like you know, I could tell it was it was a strong, and everybody thought it was like <laughs> you saw a rabbit, you saw a squirrel, you know, and blah blah blah, whatever. So, um. Yeah. No, it wasn't. It wasn't small. Like uh, Matt Johnson went and did like a re, uh, a re, uh, re, recreation of it, and he's yeah. like seven feet tall. He's a big. He's a big man, and um, he wore like an orange vest or whatever. But you could see like the size of him, like there. It wasn't as small as everybody thought it. You know, thought it was. So um, mm-hmm. it was just. It was just a great, great experience. And at that moment. I, I promised myself that I would dedicate my the rest of my life to make these species like known and I like I'm I'm looking into finding a environmental attorney because I, I want to know what the steps are for something to be known as you know something that exists I, I want to learn about that and so the laws and what you know because there's like 40 new species that comes out it comes out every day of something new that they find and and right. I want to know who like what department does that you know. I want to talk to an attorney mm-hmm. and find out like what 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 needs to be done besides like a body like is DNA enough you know hair you know the sightings it's just um there's just it's these last ten years it seems like there's been so many people more talking about like their sightings and it's now I'm so glad that people aren't ashamed of saying like hey like you know I saw this thing like it looked like an ape and it looked like a man like I love when people start talking about their experiences because. Before, yeah. like, it was a hush-hush, like, don't talk about it. They'll think, you'll think you're crazy. Like, who cares what people right. think? Like, somebody, you know, who cares? Like, just please express it. Like, please, don't be ashamed. And I was talking to a – I'm in the medical profession, and I was talking to a doctor, and I'm like – so I told her, I'm like, so I have to ask you something. <laughs> I'm like, you're educated. <laughs> and I'm like, if you were in the woods, like you and your husband, like, and, and you saw something, what would you do? And she's like, oh, God, I don't even know. Like, who would you call? She's like, well, I wouldn't call 911 because – they would think I was crazy. And that's the first thing she said, you know, and here she's like an educated person who's in the, she's an uh, emergency room physician. I'm thinking like, you know, she's like, she's, you know, trained to, to work fast in emergencies and like, nobody knows, like the people that aren't like in our like community of the Bigfoot community, like people mm-hmm. don't know who to call or who to report it to, you know? So, um, right, I, know, right. I, wish, I mean, it's, it's like it's, defining it's Bigfoot. Because... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's tough because, you know, depending on where you're at in the country, um, you know, I mean, here I am in Southern yeah. California, um, you know, it's not talked about down here. <laughs> yes, yeah, nobody talks yeah. about you it. You know, but, but Washington, Oregon, 
especially Washington and, well, I mean, good parts of Oregon, too. You know, it's not yeah. that weird. Uh, it's, it's a lot of people talk about it. A lot it's of people have encounters or sightings or know somebody. That's it, know somebody. So it's, it's know. very comfortable uh, this way, and it's more. It's talked about more. But you come down to, you know, Southern California, I mean, it's, I'm sure a lot of other states are like that. It's just kind of taboo or a joke or, uh, you know, um, it's just yeah. – um, I will I will tell you this yep. though, Claudia. I had uh, I was working with a guy uh, up in Oregon that had just transferred from L.A. and Redlands area, and uh, we were talking and and we got on the subject of Sasquatch. And I said, you know, do you find it weird? He's like, oh no, not at all. I don't find it weird at all. But he, he really had no idea. Uh, he didn't know anything really about it. So it was he didn't really consider it a joke. He just didn't know anything about it. So that was kind of yeah, kind of nice. Uh, I had a you know this guy from L.A. and he was very interested yeah. in what I had to. Uh, talk about and uh, so that was kind of nice but it is That's very really nice. who do you talk to do you jump on the internet and, and just file it away with mm-hmm. the BFRO who may or may not investigate it depending on if they had the resources uh, it's it's hard more stories and encounters are, are never shared uh you know, know and i've talked to doctors i've talked to uh, doctors who had encounters uh yeah. and, and many other professional um people people uh with crazy backgrounds in in schooling that don't talk about it and don't share it because, it, one, one they don't care, or two, they don't want to because of the profession, and they yeah. don't know what will come of it anyways. So what do you do with all that? It is interesting to me. You brought up a good point about, uh, you know, the, the conservation or the protection possibly of such. Well, obviously we know it's it's a long battle, long road because the species has yeah. not been proven to exist, and that's kind of like, you know, pretty much the pillar. Uh, you got to prove it exists before you can protect it. Uh, for the most part, right? I mean, uh, yeah. But, but what, what steps do you take, uh, you know, for that day of uh, that day of discovery? You know. Yeah, and I mean, I just uh, something has to change, just because. I mean, uh, let me see. How can I say this? Like, I don't believe that they're all friendly. I don't believe that they're all like you know like friends. And I, I believe that they live out in the wild, and you know they protect their families, and you know they could be aggressive, and you know Wes and Woody would tell you, you know, and um. A lot of people yeah. have had horrible encounters, and um, I don't think it's fair for it to be hidden from people. Like, I, you know, when I go out in the woods with my kids now, like, I never let – they're always, like, one arm length in front of me. Not that I could – I mean, God forbid anything would ever happen, but, you know, I've heard horrible stories, and, and uh, it's just not right that we're being, like uh, – I don't know. I don't want to talk about, like, you know, uh, conspiracy, but it's just – there's uh, people. Uh, people can't just like sweep it under the carpet and just say, oh, like, Shh, you know, it's, you'll 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 think you'll think you're crazy. Like, don't say anything. I don't know. Right. I just I feel like something needs to be done, and that's why I, I'm trying to get a hold of a an attorney just to find out like what needs to be done. Like, just because mm-hmm. I mean, it's the same thing. The researchers, it's the same. Like, we found like you know the X markers. We find like you know the screaming and the rock throwing and this and that. But like, I it's. I wish that something would change, you know, and I hate saying like a body because like if somebody said to me like, Hey, Claudia, like the Bigfoot, they want to like a body so they could prove to the Bigfoot that, that humans really exist. Like, can we sacrifice one of your kids? Like, no, like, yeah. yeah you know, it's like, <laughs> you know, they feel, I mean, I think they're, you know, they, they love their, their families, I'm sure. Um, yeah. <laughs> so, well, you know, I, I mean, great but, point on, on, on great point on the, uh, you know, obviously I think it's absolutely ludicrous and silly to think that, Sasquatch and Bigfoot are just these these uh, forest. I mean, I I don't use the word forest friends, but uh, just 
awesome, you know, angels in the, the the woods. No, I mean, there's no animal or no person that I know of that uh, there's not a darker side to, you know, you got animals, uh, cougar bears will attack you, uh, depending on the situation. Yeah. Uh, most of the time, they just avoid you and leave you alone. In the, but, yeah. you, just, you know, just, and people are that way. <laughs> you you can run, have a nice person or a bad person. You, you get it. I could be uh, a, <laughs> a really know. nice guy and not have my coffee and, and snap at you, you know, um. Yeah, uh, yeah. So it's it's silly to think that uh, they're they're so different than everything else that they don't they couldn't not possibly um, harm you or scare you or whatnot. I think uh, most of the time they just avoid people and uh, they're they they really don't set out to um, hurt people. Can they? Sure, heck, yeah. I bet you they can. And why not? Um, but yeah. we protect cougars and we protect you know there's animals that are dangerous. We still protect right and and whatnot. So. Right. Um, right, so they, I, I'm of the opinion, um, they're not proven, so it's kind of a, a no, uh, talking point at the moment, but I'm, a, I'm of the, the opinion that they will or do need some sort of protection. Uh, what exactly that is right now, I don't know, but, um, we don't, we don't know numbers. We don't know how many are out there. I know. We don't know, uh, what, what they eat. We don't know, uh, there's a lot of things we can't absolutely clarify, I mean, or state, because we don't know. Yeah. Do they need old growth? Do they need, I mean, what do they need? Where do they eat? Where do they go? So, um, until you can study, you know, and, so many, and that's there's so many questions and not enough answers. Yeah, so many, oh, it's frustrating. Attack. But that's what makes, <laughs> uh, that's what makes this kind yeah. of fun and exciting because, uh, you, you know, you kind of have to, knowing that they exist, you're even more so at the forefront uh, of the science and discovery of it. Uh, and Claudia, I know yeah. you kind of really immerse yourself into um, studying and learning and, and, and getting out there I and love doing learning. things. I mean, yeah. You know, I love like the Facebook thing and, and I'm, I'm, I love so many people. Like I don't have issues with it, like really anybody, you know, and um, the, the one thing I was telling Ed is like, I feel like I, I, I want to learn more about the species. I'm more into like the, the creature, not like what, you know, but, but then again, like I've learned so much from so many, like, the, the, and I'm always open to like you know criticism. I'm always open to like learning because it's all about what people's experiences are. And you know I like when people have like you know the you know the the Mitch Waite. He, I loved him so much in Arizona research who passed away. He had like Absolutely. the face database, you know. And then like Sarah Brown had Mongolian. like the you know and Ron Ron Moorhead. Ron Moorhead. They have like everybody has like their little specific things that they're interested in, and we can all learn from that. You know, it's just um. To work together, we can learn together from each other. But I know it's not a happy world. Sometimes, you know, it can be ugly. <laughs> the Bigfoot community, which is a shame, but you know, there's a lot of good people. It's that, like any you know, other world. Can... It's you know, it's like any <laughs> yeah. other world. You know, it, it's human nature. Uh, you know, there's certain people that have egos. There's certain people that think they know everything or know this or know that or just don't want to collaborate or don't want to talk or like to, you know, that, that's yeah. human nature, um, and that's unfortunate. You yeah. know. Uh, the, the Bigfoot world is no different than uh, those that are uh, fans of the NFL or NFL or uh, any sports team yeah. or, 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 or fish or a hunt <laughs> or, uh, right. you know, or in a quilt, you know, you know, uh, sewing class. It, it, it's human nature and it's unfortunate. But I know um, I've met amazing people in this field, including yourself um, and some of the people oh, you work you. with, like, uh, you know, Ed Brown and Kirk Brown and um, Adam Davis and, um, yeah. Russell Accord and all these guys. Um, uh, Danny they are and such I mean, good people. 
Yeah, I mean, what there, a pleasure. I mean, you, so you many, get, got to hang out with these guys. I know. I'm so honored. I feel so honored, and like, and I just, I love, I love like meeting people and, and listening to their encounters and their experiences. And um, one thing I've learned is like, I don't ever judge anybody. I let them tell me whatever they want to tell because when people would tell me like, you saw a squirrel, I'm like, it, it made me feel like, you know what, you weren't there, and and you you don't understand what. So I've I've learned never to judge somebody from their experiences, even if. If I feel that they're not telling the truth, like I just, I kind of keep my opinion to myself if it's not a nice one type thing, you know, it's just, everybody's entitled to their opinion and, and I respect that, you know, but um, there's just so many, there's so many things. I, I have so many questions. Like, why is it that they hide away from cameras? Like, how do they know what a camera is? Like the recorders, you know, and it's, there's just so many questions, so many answers. And I'm not ashamed to say this, but that there are weird lights like in the woods and I don't understand where they come from. <laughs> like, I, I don't. Mm-hmm. You know, and I don't care if somebody calls me a woo for saying that. I don't, I don't care. Like, I don't, I'm not here to prove no, anything to anybody. I just, right. I want to share my experiences of what I saw. Like, I can't explain it, you know, but. Um, yeah, I don't. I, I mean, don't, uh, I, I don't. I don't. I've personally never seen <laughs> lights like that. But guess what? I know too many people have. Uh, I just, I'm, you know, yeah. I'm never, uh, uh, could, are they one and the same? Are they something separate? You know, who knows? Uh, who knows? I've, yeah. I've known too many people. Um I personally, like I said, never, you know, all my experiences have never been um, uh, weird, I would say. Yeah. I mean, of course, seeing a Sasquatch, so that's weird, right? But, I know. Uh, I know. You know for the, <laughs> but I've never experienced that yeah. aspect or that in the woods. I've been I've been um, really freaked out and, and, and terrified. I've had that, uh, and I do fully believe in the sixth sense, you know, where you get that. You almost hit yeah. a wall. And I've talked to a lot yeah. of hunters, and, you know, and if, you know, and it, just normal people, you just kind of hit this wall. And you're like, mm, I should turn around, or, or something doesn't feel right, or I'm being watched. That's, yeah, that's just I know we, we've gained over time. You know, I think that a lot of people, we our our senses probably were a lot stronger, uh, being you know uh, hunter gatherers and whatnot. That back in the day that we've lost living in the city, um, yeah. animals have it. I'm sure we uh, to an extent have that sixth sense, just that you know feeling when somebody you know you're sitting down in your room and uh, it's. Uh, you know, really um, quiet, feeling. and you got your eyes closed, and somebody <laughs> watching the room. They don't have to make a sound, but you know someone's in the I room. I know, you're right. Yeah. And like my biggest advice to people is like when you when you have that sense of something's watching you, look, look, look. Like, cause if I didn't listen to my sense, I would have just I would have missed it. Like being on a tree, you know. Yeah. And I don't know. I, I believe that God gave us that little gift of you know the five senses plus a sixth sense, you know. And um, I also um. I don't, I think you should always very be uh, very cautious, especially I used to go alone, you know, in the woods and stuff and in the desert by myself. And once I started hearing stories and everything, I, I have two daughters I have to, you know, raise. And um, that was the most smartest thing to do. But like, I've learned to like know the animals that I'm around, <laughs> like here in Southern California, mountain lions and, you know, certain oh, animals yeah. to be aware. So you have to be careful because, you know, nature's, it could be an ugly thing at times, you know, but Right. But, um, it doesn't. It doesn't have to be Sasquatch. You know, uh, several. Uh, well, this is, I believe, in the well, was in the late yeah. 90s, I think 97. I was uh, when I lived in San Diego. I used to go up to uh, Cuyamaca State uh, Forest, uh, which is up by Julian in the east county of San Diego, up by Alpine. And uh, there's a number yeah. of wi- a number of people attacked by cougars. In fact, one was killed. And I believe uh, they were even riding a horse and were taken off the horse. But uh, yeah, oh. I mean, you got to. No animals like cougars up will uh, will attack you, and uh, are you know very um, very much the reason that you know you should look after yourself and, and maybe not go out by yourself in the woods. 
and at least, uh, you know, I always tell people carry a walking stick if nothing else. That way you got something to fend off yourself, uh, you know, fend something off with. But, uh, you know, what are your thoughts, though, Claudia, on because um, it seems to be the topic of, like, the last couple of years of uh, aggressive Sasquatch. Uh, are they, you know, taking people, you know, David Police writes his book, Missing 401, and um, doesn't come out and say Sasquatch, but he does allude possibly to uh, Sasquatch being, you know, the, uh, at, the, at the, the helm corporate. of some of these missing people. Yeah. Well, you know, it's – um, my thoughts are that I believe that, I mean, I, I believe a lot of the deaths are like, you know, um, unfortunately, like nature, you know, hypothermia, predator attacks. Um, but I, I also believe that <laughs> I don't think they're always, I mean, if I was hungry and I was a Sasquatch, I mean, I have to feed my family. I would do what I have to do. But they're hunters, you know, they're mm-hmm. they're very stealthy. And I, I, I think that if you're at the wrong place at the wrong time, um, you're not going to be <laughs> so lucky, you know, and um there's just a lot of uh, circumstances that that make me scratch my head. Like what 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 happened? You know what what happened to this person? You know, um, this, there was a man, a fireman here in, or- in here in Orange County, um, where I live, and he was in his tent. He, they went uh, camping, him and his buddy, and his dog like saw something, and he started. He charged after the the um he charged after the whatever he saw in the woods. So his his owner like freaks out because his dog's running away. So he runs barefoot like after it. Well, the, the he was a fireman and he was found missing. Um, and they had like the search team and they were circling and circling and they couldn't find him. Well, they found the dog like three days later. Dog was fine. And then like the helicopter, you know, one time they, they have, they've they've gone over this area like 50 times and they see like a body oh, I remember like sitting. The story. Yeah. So Timothy Collin. His name is Timothy Collin, which is sad yeah. for his family and my condolences. But you know, he was found, you know, with no clothes and uh, trauma to the body, you know, and he was found right. like he was like put on top of like brush, like on top, you know, and like what what animal like didn't eat him or, you know what I mean? It just there's, there's so many, so many questions and so many answers. And um, and I don't believe they're all bad. I mean, I think that when in Washington state, I think that I had awesome things happen. We were walking and they were whistling back and forth to each other. We were being, you know, like as we were walking on the trail, they were like next. We could hear the heavy footfalls on each side of us, and we would stop, and then the noise would stop, and then they would whistle back and forth to each other, like communicating. With and that was really cool, you know. But um, whistles, whistles are I, crazy. I don't know. I've, I've heard some very odd whistles, and uh, especially in some areas that I I think are very active areas, I've heard some really odd whistles. Uh, you know, eleven one o'clock <laughs> yeah. in the morning, um, and the dog, this uh, one particular time we had a dog with us and it just reacted to these whistles so it was so weird uh it, it, it was a little bit unnerving just because it was a very coarse uh kind of a short whistle and then followed by another one maybe 30 seconds later and the dog ran after these whistles both times and it's not what the dog does yeah. it doesn't run after a whistle that's his master you know <laughs> i know larry that was me so the whistles are weird uh and uh, what other what other vocals you you've heard screaming um out with oh Barb my god the screaming well, how would that describe the screaming uh, well, we were like uh, in our campsite. We were like hanging out. It's like two in the morning. We're tired, you know. And we all like okay, it's time to go to bed. Like the fire's out. We all went inside our tents, and um, like within like 20 minutes of us like laying in our tents, like you, it's weird. I was wondering like, what are they screaming for? Like, and I'm not talking like just like, it's like an intense, um, intense, loud um, 
scream. It's it's almost like someone in pain or going through labor or something. You know, it's, it's a very intense, uh, loud, loud uh, scream. And um, one thing that I wanted to start doing is if I ever hear it again, I want to start counting the seconds of when it starts to, like, scream because that way you can kind of tell the lung capacity of the size of whatever it is screaming, you know. Mm-hmm. But uh, it's just I don't I – don't, I, I always wonder, like, why why did it scream? Like, what what is it? Is that are they communicating with each other, or you know, it's just there's so many questions again, like you know, not enough answers. But um, it was really intimidating. Like, I was like, <laughs> when it started screaming, I was like, like on the edge of the tent. Well, I was like getting in the middle more and more in the middle of the tent. Like the fabric's really going to protect me from one, you know. <laughs> that was like so scary. Like, if I'm in the middle of the tent, I, I'll be okay, you know. So uh, it's a, it's a little bit intimidating, <laughs> to say the least. What about but, smell? You got you. You ever smelled anything, uh, or with? You, oh no, that's one thing I haven't fast experienced. Fast. No, I've never experienced a smell. I, I, that's one thing I haven't. I haven't, you know, been able to experience. But I heard that it wasn't too pleasant. <laughs> so, but yeah. Um, but um, one thing I mean, you I've, mentioned I've, I've been, earlier. Okay, yeah. Yeah. No, oh no, I've just I've just really enjoyed. Like I've I've been traveling. You know, I've went to the Cascade Mountains and. Um, you know, Adam, Dan, Ed and I, we hiked, you know, nine miles a day in the rugged terrain and God, we see these enormous ton like logs that are like leaned against like a dead tree leaned against like a healthy tree. And then mm-hmm. I just can't stand them. Like what picked this up and moved this or, you know, sure wasn't the wind, you know, <laughs> but so it's just, <laughs> there's so many, it's just funny, you know, it's just fun, you know, to, to find things. And, um, you know, I, I went to Soha and experienced that for, a night with Adam Davies and that was, it was pretty intense, pretty intense night. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it definitely, yeah, that uh, was there's <laughs> definitely stuff there. So, but, uh, uh, I was going to ask you, yeah, I was going to ask you, it comes to mind. You mentioned that, uh, in your, during your washing encounter, I believe you said you, 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 Saw the nails or something on the tree, or is that correct? Yeah. Or did I black mis- nails. hear you? Yeah, yeah, black nails. I was well, going to ask you. It just it came to my mind. I wanted to make sure I, I asked you because it's not something I remember talking to you about before. It's funny how like you think of things because when I was it was seventy, we measured it, it was like seventy five feet for me. But I remember looking at like its its other hand as it was like going down the tree. I remember like seeing it like scratch like the the tree and the leaves were coming down with it, and it had black fingernails. And people like ask me like what what did it look like? I'm like it's like a woman's acrylic nails, long and black. So it was interesting. So but, long and black. You know so everything long, happens so not, fast. Yeah, I mean I would ask so. you if they're pointed around, but you probably wouldn't be able to tell. But most people describe them as long and black, and and uh, sometimes they they can you know they extend past the finger, and sometimes they're even with the finger. But uh, it's yeah. always I, I just wanted to ask you that because I was curious myself. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it was interesting. I, I, you know, and then uh, it and the skin was like pink. It wasn't like a dark colored skin at all. It, and it didn't have facial like hair. It, it had like hair mm-hmm. around like its face, but nothing in, in on the face like the cheek or or whatever. It was it was pretty clean cut type thing. And it wasn't like yeah, uh, dreadlocky. It wasn't dreadlocky mm-hmm. at all. Like it looked smooth like the the hair. So yeah. it was uh pretty. Well, it was uh, so so. Was yeah. this in the? I'm mm-hmm. sorry. Was this in the the summer? Um, and what was like the weather like in that area? It was, you know, like here in Southern California, and like Barb, it, it, my encounter happened on 9/11, 2014, 
And it's funny because, right. like, she's like, That's right. the weather here is so nice, Claudia. Like, and I'm thinking, well, here nice is like 75 degrees. Like, this is nice, you know, it's 80, 75, 80. Mm-hmm. So, like, that, in Washington, like, I guess 40 is nice, you know. And I'm like, Ugh. oh, yeah. Like, I was freezing. Wow. Like, I was so cold. So it it was beautiful. Like, there was no clouds, no rain, but it was it was so cold. And here I brought, like, a little sweater thinking, well, 75 degree, you know, weather, we're, we're cool, you know. And it was <laughs> a big, you know, they, they laughed at me because I'm, you know, I guess I don't travel very much. But they said, yeah, it is cold here in Washington, you know. So uh, yeah. the weather and, was and, actually, uh, well, that, I was lucky. Yeah, September is a great beautiful. month, too. It's it's one of the more popular months uh, as far as uh, Sasquatch encounters or sightings. You know, September uh, is it's a, it's a you know a month where they we do get a lot of sightings and encounters uh, because people are still out. You know, and but I believe there's more yeah. to it than that. Uh, you know, I watch her out certain elevations just like humans are, um, probably because of the uh, the natural resources and the weather. Uh, you get higher up in September, I, uh, and you're going to run into snow and stuff. I mean, uh, not much to eat at uh, some of those yeah. higher elevations. Yeah, but you know what's interesting is um, I've been, like, hiking here. I've been trying to find, like, spots here in, in, in my area. And, like, we're really lucky where I live because I live by the mountains. I live by the desert. I live by the ocean. Everything's, like, an hour away, like, for each of them. And um, I started going into the desert. And um, what happened was I went to get gas. It's it's called the Cajon Pass, and it's just mountains of dirt. It's, like, it's, it's the long, like, it's a two-lane, two freeways. And um, mm-hmm. I pulled over for gas one day, and I just I looked at this area, and I'm like, this, you know, it looks kind of cool. I'm going to check it out. So I pulled my car over, and I started, like, hiking and um, it was it was really like interesting because I started hiking like deeper and deeper into like the desert, and I mean the brushes are really big. They're not like you could you know, it's not like tumbleweeds. They're they're pretty big okay. trees you know there, and um, I started finding like like prints like, and it was really and I have it on my Facebook page, but um, I found that really interesting how like, it doesn't even matter like if it's in Washington or you know the Sierras or. Uh, you know, Canada, it's like, I, I, I mean, I can't guarantee that that what I saw is a Sasquatch print, but it looked like it had toes, a heel, you know, and um, I brought Kirk mm-hmm. Brown and Ed Brown and, you know, showed him that area. And um, one thing that I wanted to share with you is that I started going there a lot, like on the weekends and I would leave my, my recorder out there. And um, one day I was, I parked in the gas station. I was walking back to my car by myself and there was a man with this German shepherd he looked like he was a homeless man, and um, you know, I said hi to him, and he goes, he goes, did you have fun out there? And I said, yeah, you know, I did. He goes, well, be careful out there. I go, oh, I will, you know, thank you for for your concern. And he goes, no, oh, no, you don't mm-hmm. understand. You really have to be careful out there. <laughs> and then that like stopped me for a minute. Then I'm like, oh, I got to talk to this guy. Like, what is he? What is he going to tell me? So you know, I sat with him and I talked to him, and he said to me, um, he goes, I used to have a tent out there. He said, now he goes, I'm homeless. I have had a drug addiction problem, and and I said, I don't judge you. No, I'm sorry that you've been through so much. And and um, he said to me, I had a tent out there, and one night um, these things were being these these monkey men were throwing rocks at my tent to the point where my dog was like shivering because she it, she was so scared that that night I ended up like packing and I I oh, I won't come back here. And I literally I felt like I was on candid camera, like thinking, <laughs> like I was literally looking like, okay, you guys, like where <laughs> you guys are, you know, you, you've and it was amazing of the moment that he said that to me because he had no idea that I'm into like research at all, at all. You know, he just thought I was a, a person just going hiking for exercise. And, it, and when he started telling me this, I felt like, wow, you know, that's really interesting. And um, 
he told me, like, if you go by the power lines, you'll find, like, some footprints and stuff. And then, you know, I started talking to him, and um, it was it was really nice. And I took a picture of him, like, on my Facebook and, you know, shared my story about him. But, um, you know, and he, he was a very nice person. And, um, it, you know, so that, wow. that was really interesting. And then the funny thing is yeah. that I bring Kirk Brown, and then Kirk Brown's like, Claudia, in my area is across the street. <laughs> and then we find out later that, like, Susie Matosh – I don't know if I'm pronouncing her name right, but um, yeah, she, she, she owns yeah. the property that we explore. Like she owns that property, and here, like all three of us are like connected somehow, without us even knowing that we were like in the same area, you know, doing research. You know, so it's it's, it's yeah. pretty interesting. Well, it's pretty so. incredible <laughs> that you meet this guy there, and he he call he says monkey men are throwing rocks at my tent. Uh, you know, yeah. he could have said he could have said a lot of things. Uh, uh, there was something throwing. Uh, I mean, why did he say, why do you, I mean, I don't know if he went into a real great deep conversation with him, but why did he, I mean, to call a monkey man, he's either heard something that sounded like a monkey and it was throwing rocks, or he's seen something that looked like a monkey was throwing oh. rocks. Well, you know, because um, I told him, I said, it's so, because I found like, um, like uh, mountain lion prints, and I, I said, I've, I've been finding these prints on the ground, there's a lot of animals out here, and he said, oh yeah, there is. And he's like, there's, you know, he started naming, like, there's no, and then he said, uh, you know, one night, he's like, the reason why I'm telling you to be careful is because uh, I was in my tent, and these monkey men started throwing uh, rocks at my at my tent. And he said, like, my dog was so afraid, and he had a big German Shepherd dog, you know, and he's like, that night, I, it, he goes, I, I won't, come, he won't, I won't be back out here again. <laughs> like, he was, he was scared, you know, and, yeah. and Kirk Brown said that he had a, a sighting there, too, so, of, of one, wow. you know, so. Well, that, you so know what's I neat about wonder, that, too, like, is that a, a yeah. lot of people don't understand that uh, um, there are reports uh, from Southern California, and they go back quite a ways. I mean, there's a lot more reports in Southern California than people know about. Uh, you know, yeah. I've been, since I'm down here, I've been getting a little bit more familiar with some more recent reports because uh, when I started out in this uh, in this crazy Bigfoot world, uh, I was uh, my, uh-huh. I lived in Scotland at the time, but I was not in the states. When I got to the states, I was in San Diego, and so I started. Well, okay, there's forests here, and there's this. And so I started looking up reports and going out. And, but I was always uh, I was always surprised uh, how many there, that there were reports in in not just you yeah. know in San Diego County, but L.A. You know San Bernardino, uh, Bernardino um, yeah. um, north, and it's it's uh, you know Cleveland National Forest. All these areas have reports. Um, not not the same. Not the same number as, like, say, Northern California Washington. or Washington, Oregon, or Canada. Yeah. But there were still reports, and there was recent reports. And some of the, I, I noticed that by looking at the reports that there was little clusters um, in certain areas. Yeah. And, of course, what I found, um, well, the desert, for example, a lot of people are like, how could Sasquatch be on the desert? You know, I, I heard reports, you got Yucca Man, Stick Man, you know, Joshua National Park there, deserting, but not too far away. You got mountains and get, and, um, and forests and water. I mean, not too far away at all. You see deer in these yeah, areas. Well, you see coyotes and everything else. Yeah, because I saw like deer prints and I saw coyote prints and there's water there, so it's not like they can't live out there. You know, it's it's um, it's it's it, they can they can survive out there. You know, it's just and there's a lot of boulders. Absolutely. Like boulders. So like exactly. You know, uh, there, there's actually a lot. There's huge rabbits out there. I mean, I remember seeing the hares out there. The rabbits. They're freaking huge. Big jackrabbits. Um, tons yeah, of they are big. Yeah. Edwards, oh yeah. I mean, uh, I used to do a lot of work around <laughs> um, in the Mojave Desert in Hesperia, Antelope Valley, and around Edwards Ed Force Base. And uh, yeah. that base, are, you know, it's it's 
Southern California area, and, and it's got uh, it's got its own Sasquatch reports. Even uh, military personnel yeah. have uh, supposedly seen Sasquatch in this area. And when you've been to this base, it's you know it's flat, and you know it's a it's a, it's a military base um, with runways and everything. Uh, but not too far away is Tehachapi in the mountains, and they get snow and it's uh, forest and lots of animals and plentiful of water. Uh, so. Yeah. It's not mind-boggling that you would have uh, maybe smaller populations of Sasquatch down here, or maybe um, passing through. I don't know, but it, it's you're in a cool area, and I'm, you know, I, I think it's exciting it's, to do research down in, in this part of the country because it's not many people are doing it. No, there's not a lot of people that are doing it, and I, I want, I wish I could like start like a group or something, you know, to, so Adam and I are like, you know, we're gonna, we're doing like the Indian reserves and. You know, we're going to start exploring, like, you know, Big Bear. Is, is, you know, the Finding Bigfoot crew came out there, and I got to meet them. And there's a lot of people that had, like, great sightings, too. So um, mm-hmm. they are here, you know, in Southern California, which made me kind of excited, you know. <laughs> but so, Yeah. Have you been but, uh, documenting any of those uh, personally, I, you know, for record? You know, like, I don't document it, but I, I'm not afraid of asking people for their phone numbers. Like, at the, at the, the Finding Bigfoot crew, I, I, I love people, like. And I love, like, making friends and, like, I'm like, hey, can I have your number? Yeah. Like, I want to talk to you about your encounter. And, you know, I love hearing, like, stories about, you know, um, I like to be, like, a spokesperson to, to encourage people not to feel, like, ashamed or embarrassed or who cares what people think. Like, don't worry about it. I, mean, I believe you. It doesn't matter. You know, you saw what you saw and be confident in yourself. That's all that matters, you know. So uh, mm-hmm. I, I just, I, I strongly believe in that. So um, Yeah. I, well, I encourage so, you to, because you have access uh you you won't get the um, number uh, as far as witnesses and whatnot that, that you would get probably up north. But the uh, uh, yeah. the cool thing about being in in, in Southern California is um, it's if you get an encounter, a recent one or one or someone talking about what they saw, it's you know you got to say where have they got the gain. Uh, in fact, talk about the ridicule they can get being in Southern California saying they saw a Sasquatch or had an encounter. Those, I mean, I would document the snot because I think they're incredible. And um, yeah. for people to come forward, you know, um, I know the BFRO yeah. does have many uh, many of the San Diego reports in there. But, uh, you know, a lot of people are anonymous. And I can only imagine um, <laughs> the actual number of reports down here in this area. It must be uh, a lot more, obviously, than what's being shared. Yeah. Well, I, I bet there's so many people that have had, like, encounters, but they don't they don't know who to call. They don't know the BFRO, you know. Like we're like into into this field, so we understand. But like, you know, like a normal like Joe and Jill, like they're not gonna know. Like, gosh, like who do we call or what do we see or you know, um, right. you know, you hear some of the nine one one like recorders, like if you know that man, like you know, there's something like in my yard. It's like you know six seven feet tall. Not you know, tall. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. And and like <laughs> like the the dispatcher didn't even know how to like respond. Like you know, um, I called Yosemite National Forest once and um. Because I, I I wanted to get the autopsy results of of Timothy Collins, the the, the fireman that died, and um, I said, you know, um, I I'm just I'm curious, like what what was the the autopsy you know results of it? And she's like, well, you know, I, I can't disclose that information, but let me give you a number that you can call, and then they can. It's like the office of Yosemite, and uh, <laughs> it was funny because she gave me the number, and uh, I ended up calling, and it was like nine one one, what's your emergency? Like Yosemite National Park, and I'm like. Oh my gosh, I'm so sorry. Like I didn't mean to call nine one one. Like it, it went to like an emergency yeah. number. That the, the number, she, and I ended up like, and I said I'm so sorry. She's like, no, no, it's okay. Like there's nothing happening. Like what can I help you with? And then I started talking to uh-huh. her, you know, and I said like, 
like, hey, I have questions for you, like, if you don't mind, you know, and she's like, no, it's a slow night, like, talk to me, she was, you know, she was bored, obviously, but I was asking her, like, hey, um, you know, disappearances, have you heard of, like, you know, any kind of disappearances, and she said, like, you know, no, like, I don't know, but let me give you a number, number, another number for another department to call, I'm like, okay, like, so I wrote it down, I called the, the lady, left her a message, and she called me back, and she was very hushy-hushy, she was very, like, now, you know, I said, look, I'm not, you know, crazy. I'm, I'm in the medical profession. I have two daughters, you know, and I work, and I, I'm just curious, like, um, how many missing, you know, I, I guess the time that Timothy Collins died, there was, like, nine uh, deaths in that area, like, all in one, like, within a month's span. It wasn't just, like, he died and that was it. There was, like, a lot of people dying in that area. And I said, you know, like, um, can you tell me about any kind of Sasquatch encounters or stories? And she's like, um, she goes, no, we haven't had any stories in Yosemite. Like, no, 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 no reports of yeah, Sasquatch. She goes, but I have to tell wow. you, I worked in another like national park. And she goes, but there was, you know, there, there was definitely reports, you know, there. But of course, she couldn't say like, you know. And I just, I, I got frustrated because I thought, you know, she kind of giggled like when she said, yeah, there's been no reports, you know, type thing. But I, I know that there has been, of course, you know, but it's just, it's kept oh, under ab- under wraps. Ab- absolutely, so. loads, loads. Loads of reports out of <laughs> yeah. Yosemite. I mean, uh, that's why I went up there all the time when I lived in San Diego because it was the amount of reports and it was just out there. And uh, I love the yeah. scenery; it's beautiful. And I, yeah. I like being around bears and stuff too. So, <laughs> but I have some <laughs> loads of reports. And uh, that woman obviously um, uh, was uh, was not being. She was crucial. trying to help um, me, that, but she was very yeah. Yeah, she was trying to like be the discreet, but like also like like she was kind of telling me read between the lines, like type thing. You know, it, it was interesting. And then uh, interesting. You know, well, you said nine so, people. Uh, I, that's I mean, there were nine people that were um, killed uh, killed in that missing. area. In that area, missing, and, yeah. and like in a month span, like from like June to like August, it was like two months of, of it. And wow. you know, and then I said, you guys should warn people because that's not right. Like, there's some kind of predator out there. I'm not saying it's Sasquatch, but it could be, you know, anybody. Like, what are the chances yeah, well, of, like, I mean, nine, whatever the number was? You know, it's a lot of people died in that in that time frame, and very, they didn't understand very uncanny. Exactly. Yeah. I, you know, I, I, um, my, uh, I, I had a girlfriend that worked in Yosemite, um, and yes, that was another reason I went up there. But uh, I had a girlfriend <laughs> that worked in Yosemite, and um, yeah. she was up there. Um, I think she just left after um, she had just quit for the season. Where after. Uh, there was a serial killer up there in, in the late nineties and, uh, killed a lot, you know, women and whatnot. And, yeah, uh, uh so he, yeah. And it was, um, you know, he was a, a very intelligent guy. Um, but anyways, he was the reason that some of these people, I mean, well, was the reason these people were going missing, but they would find the bodies. It was yeah. pretty horrible. Um, it, you know, you can never rule out the human aspects or I know. a known predator, but it is interesting. That particular case you're talking about uh, with the firefighter is an interesting case because of uh, where he was found and how he was found. And to learn that there yeah. was nine other people, um, you know, uh, missing, missing or and or uh, uh, killed is uh, is pretty uh, pretty. In- I mean, it's well, it's, it's, it's very unfortunate, uh, but it's something's going on, you know, and uh, yeah. Yeah. Like the when the police did like a, a breaking report or whatever, like the, the the sheriff even said like we don't even know like what to say we don't we don't we're not understanding what happened here like they, they didn't understand you know it's like mm-hmm. and it wasn't like it, where it was freezing cold you know he didn't get hypothermia but he had trauma to the body so and the weird yeah. thing is, is that the helicopter circled that 
area 50 times. Or I'm, I'm making up numbers. I'm not saying 50 times, but right. like, you oh, know, wow. they, they circled that area a lot and they never saw anything. And, you know, like after like the ninth day, they went, they were going to give up and they found his body. It was, you know, put on top of a brush, not like, you know, yeah. so, uh, and he, and he was, he was gone for, for, for days when they, when they found him, he was, he was deceased mm-hmm. for days, you know, so, uh, well, yeah, just, you, you know, just never know. You just never know no, what you're you experiencing. I mean, you saying... know, and he he left barefoot. You know, it, but it's crazy yeah. though. Uh, and they found his dog, of course. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, and and you know, it's it's sad. Uh, they they found his dog. You know, and then you know, it, I don't know. It's just, but uh, my my biggest like quest is like to make people aware of it, and also like um, protect themselves. You know, and um also protect them, the species, you know, and it's not, it's not like they need protection. Cause like no one's ever even got one before. They're pretty good about protecting themselves, you know, it's just, mm-hmm. you know, and then I, I, I get agree. like yeah. science needs a body and I, I get it, you know, it's just, um, if, if that's what it's going to take, you know, but I, it's just, nobody can do it. It's just, you know, some people here that don't believe in Sasquatch are like, well, we, they've never found any bones. I'm like, well, they've never found any bones of bears either. <laughs> like when bears die, they don't find, you know, it's, it's, you know, it's, People don't always find, like, you know, bones and, you know, animals eat other animals out there. So I said, just because there's no bones doesn't mean it doesn't exist, you know? So, well, yeah, exactly. But, um, You're talking about well, prob- probably when you compare bears to Sasquatch as far as numbers, probably a lot, lot, yeah. lot less Sasquatch. And most animals and, and, and especially things in the woods, when I, you know, I've had cats. When I've had cats that pass away. Um, and they go deep, dark places to die peacefully yeah. where they're not going to be, get, you know, um, Attacked while they're dying, you know they don't. You know, Sasquatch. Yeah. Uh, almost any animal in the woods is going to do that. Cougars do that. Bears do that. Sasquatch probably does it. And you're not going to find a body uh, that easy. And things, uh, especially yeah. up here in the Pacific Northwest, when they pass away with the uh, the soil and the rain, it, they don't last long at all, and the it's weather. gone. <laughs> so no yeah. surprise whatsoever to me. And on top of that, maybe people have come across bones, but how many? Um, how many experts them are out there or, or know what know what they're looking at? So, oh, this looks like a it's a big bone, it's probably a cow. Or <laughs> I know. A, what and they are elk and they toss it aside. Could it happen? I yeah. don't know. Um, but it's it, there's not it's that true. many experts out there looking. So, it's not mind-boggling yeah, to like, me whatsoever. Like if I saw a bone, like I did find a bone, like out in Big Bear, and I I took it, you know, and it was like a it was from an animal, you know. But I I mean I took it to the vet to make sure it's you know was it human? What was it? You know, it was just like a uh, like a shoulder blade type of a, of a, an animal, but um, mm-hmm. it, it's interesting because people don't ever think of things like that, you know. It's just, just uh, <laughs> I yeah. find it kind of, yeah. you know, that's that's a good. And then like you know the DNA test, it, it's always like the same thing, you know, unknown primate, unknown unknown animal, you know. And it's just mm-hmm. what's the next step that we need to do to to right. to, to make this progress and I hope I get answers from the attorney soon or, or help from someone well, you, something you may you know, play a big so. part in that Claudia you may play a big <laughs> part in yeah. that um, and I know that uh, you sound like you know that uh, a real investigator uh, you know going to the sources and making those phone calls and, and uh, figuring out every little minute detail that you can um, speaking of which yeah. what's in the future for what's in the future for you uh, you know with with research and, and uh, you know things you're going to be up to you know, um, I'm so I'm so honored. I, I I love Ed Brown a lot, and he's 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 taught me a lot about um, having confidence, and um, I love how he um, helps people with their encounters and 
how we interview people and um we have a lot of a lot of awesome exciting like plans in the future and hopefully you know my daughters are young right now but I want to start traveling and and going to people's areas and kind of like doing interviews with them and and they could mm-hmm. show me like their spots and and so we can all learn together you know this is something that we would like to travel and, and meet other researchers and um you know my, my quest again was to see like what needs to be done for it to be like proven as to exist you know and um mm-hmm. you know that's that, that's one of my biggest quests right now and i know financially it's, it's going to be hard because it's, it's it's expensive you know but um i want to i want to make sure that people are aware of the dangers as well you know and um you know uh yeah I don't know. It's just I have a lot of plans and just to travel and and, and explore more. Do I think I ever mm-hmm. am going to have a sighting again? No, probably not. Because I mean, you're lucky if you get one. You know, and it's like I I've had like two. You know, and you know, it's just the experience was so amazing. You know, and um, and then yeah. that that moment, I just realized that you know, one thing I'm I'm a little bit cautious is I'm go I'm battling like, are these things demonic or are they from God or are they, what are they? You know, like what are they? Mm-hmm. Am I dealing with something I shouldn't be dealing with? Or, but uh, you know, I feel that God steers me in the right direction and and keeps me safe. You know, and I believe that there's a lot of bad areas, a lot of bad areas. Mm-hmm. You know, that things happen. You know, um. So, but the the best thing of this whole Sasquatch thing is loving. I love so many people that I've met, like so many good people, and just it's an honor to, you know, like years ago when I was on YouTube, I would be like. Wow, if I met like the Finding Bigfoot crew, I would be so excited. I'd be like a dream come true. And everything that I've like experienced, like I've been able to accomplish every single one of my dreams. And it's dreams are supposed to be dreams, you know, and, and everything is mm-hmm. happening. And I'm so grateful to God. And I want to pay it forward to help other people, you know. I, well, I want to. Yeah. So I, that's my biggest thing is I would love to go out in the woods for like a month by myself and just like learn about them and just sit there. And you just like, I want to just. You know, but I'm scared too. <laughs> like I have two daughters too. <laughs> like I'd be scared to be that yeah. night, you know, by myself. But I don't think I would let me do that anyway. But <laughs> so why not? Why not? And good on him. Uh, <laughs> at least he's got to be there with you. I demand that Ed's there <laughs> yeah, with you. You spend so. a month out in the woods. <laughs> yeah, I know, but it's so funny. But, uh, you know, Claudia, but, I think you're on the right path, and you're doing big things. And it's it's been a real uh, pre-talk to you uh, once again on the show, and. Um, you know, I look forward to having you back on the show uh, down the road Thank here you. and speaking with you on your newest and latest uh, endeavors oh, and uh, what's going on. <laughs> yeah, your dreams. Yeah, thank you. Through. I want to tell everybody thank you for listening to me too, and um, I respect all of you guys' hard work and dedication, and um, thank you. And Gunner, I love Sasquatch coffee. No more Starbucks, <laughs> so you know. But, <laughs> but awesome, nice plug. You guys are all awesome, so thank you for what? for your patience and and helping oh. me learn. So, and Shane, thank oh, you. You're absolutely. so nice. So. Oh, well, I so, appreciate that, so but much. I just, you know, thanks, thanks again for joining Claudia and, and I really appreciate you mm-hmm. joining and just, uh, um, sharing your, your encounter and your research and everything else. So thank you so much. We'll get you back on the thank show down you. the road. Okay. okay. That sounds Bye-bye. great. Have a Merry Christmas, everybody. Okay. Merry okay. Christmas. Take care my friend. Okay. Bye. Bye. Well, uh, uh, Really interesting show uh, with Claudia, and um, uh, time's kind of flown by, but I'll tell you what, uh, I hope to have her back on down the road. Um, there's a lot of details. Uh, this is why I love doing interviews. Like, There's a lot of details in these sightings that uh, um, I, I'm you know, taking 
uh, jotting down and uh, going over in my head. Now, I've heard, uh, I've talked to Claudia before about her encounter and whatnot. Um, but, you know, during these interviews and, and doing Monster Trudeau, there's so much that uh, pops in my head um, to uh, ask the guests or the eyewitness uh, that I don't, you know, uh, usually have a, a method. But, you know, there's a few things that came out tonight that I was, you know, uh, I find very interesting. And I, I hope you as a listener uh, enjoyed uh, the show. So um, I'm going to sign out here. Uh, thanks, everybody, uh, for joining me here on Monster X Radio. My name is Shane, and I just thank you all. Have a great evening, and we'll see you next Sunday. Have a good one. Mm-hmm.